Welcome to Bitpicking, a podcast about software engineering. I'm Laura. I'm Mark. I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi, Mark. Hi, Laura. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about Agile and is it dead? We're also going to talk about Agile. Is it dead? And finally, we talk about Agile. Is it dead? Let's go. So my question to you, has Agile gone too far up its own ass? Is it useful anymore to talk about Agile or does it just rub people up the wrong way? Because you have many practitioners of Agile who are uh, now, I think, seemingly uh, doing Agile for Agile's sake rather than focusing on uh, the software that's actually being produced. Uh, and therefore, people just shut down when they hear about, let's do stand-ups or let's do retrospectives or let's do a burn-down chart or a whatever it may be. People go, ah, agile, it's just an excuse to uh, you know, talk a lot, not deliver anything. Mm. And actually, wouldn't it be better if everyone just shut up and we got on with throwing code out the door as soon as possible? Yeah, I, I wish I can remember the tweet that I saw earlier this week and it was, um, when did Agile become not Agile? Because it's all about semantics and process and layers of so many different things that actually it should be about just delivering something really quickly and then there's just so many layers now that it has. And I can't, I tend to agree. My last, you know, um, experiences with Agile and Agile teams, it, it kind of got that way where it wasn't Agile. <laughs> basically <laughs> anything but but has it done enough to kind of shift the needle on the way that we develop software like is the, in its aftermath if we i mean let, let's declare it here i think we are pretty much the arbiters of this stuff <laughs> agile is done right it's over yeah. has it left enough in its aftermath to have shifted the needle in at least in the right direction um from where it I was think, i think we discussed last season actually that like maybe the point is that everyone is now agile. We just don't know it. And so all of these discussions are a, a level higher, you know, and so it's, it is all a bit frustrating about how much bullshit there is and all that kind of stuff. But if you were to take all that out, maybe we'd find that all teams were acting in the right ways. So, so in, that, in, in many respects, agile has succeeded in moving software development on to a point where we have left the era of that is defined by the word waterfall. Mm. And now now we're in another phase of that, which is sort of just like pissing around around the edges and it is all a bit frustrating and a bit like wasteful. I'd, uh, I would argue, I'm going to be controversial here, I'd argue it's made things worse. Like if you, stri if you strip away... Um, you know, some of the things that Agile has you do, what you have is lots of people just going around in circles. At least in Waterfall, they had to sit down and write some documentation <laughs> uh, and actually think about what they were going to do before they before they did it. Yeah. Now you just have people going, well, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing, but as long as I'm doing something, ticking off the sprint yeah. burn down busy. chart, then yeah, I look busy. You know, I'm not concerned whether I'm actually delivering software, but but I'm I'm getting through my stories, you know. I've, yeah. I've, I've I definitely I definitely see a lot of guilt these days, where if you're if you're doing something that's hard and is going to take a bit of time, 
I do see that people feel guilty, like, oh, does that mean I'm not agile because I'm <laughs> going to have to think about this for longer than five minutes, mm. you know? So maybe you're right. Maybe there is this, it's backfired and now now rather than sort of being somewhere in the middle, it is just, yeah. It's a, it's a shell of itself. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's what I fear has been, has been lost. I, I talk a lot um, about what I call... Uh, no, it's not not what I what the Agile Manifesto calls continuous attention to technical excellence, which is to be truly agile, you have to uh, pay attention all the time to what you're doing. So that uh, well, the, the way that I interpret that is if I if I put the effort now into making sure that every time I make any change to my software, it's in you know to a standard that can get deployed to production. Um, and I've thought about, you know, how the code is factored. And sometimes that's a choice to not refactor because actually I don't need to. So, you know, we talk about Yagami, you aren't going to need it. Um, and by applying that constantly, you know, every time I make, uh, I change a line in my software, it helps make me more agile. It helps make me, you know, when I come to make the next change, I don't have to worry about whether I've got to clean up my technical debt, you know, as you might call it, right? the code is always in if not a perfect shape it's never in perfect shape um but it's at least not in a state where i now have to spend three or four weeks rewriting it or you know or even get to the point where i go well i can't make that change because you know yeah. i've painted myself but i see that abused as well that yagni thing as an ex- not as an excuse because that makes it sound malicious but again like this sort of well we can't do anything we have to do such simple things that it just loses all value Right. You yeah, know, yeah. So. <laughs> that's a fair point. I mean, I've been in those conversations where you go, well, okay, we need to do this. Well, is that the simplest thing we can possibly do? No. Well, it would be to do, okay, was it, what about that? Well, and you keep cutting it down and you go, well, actually, we might as well just not do anything. Not do anything. <laughs> actually, there's no value in any of this whatsoever. But you, lo- uh, you lose the fun of software yeah. development then because part of it is solving problems and, and that higher level. And actually, if you're just given all these little pieces of things to do that are the most simplistic thing, you kind of lose that autonomy and that interest, surely, because that's yeah. that's what I've seen before. Well, and this and 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 that I think is is um, is what is missed in this whole thing is, uh, it, what agile is really about is empowering developers to mm. to make decisions to work with business owners, yeah. um, product owners, business people on what do you want and being autonomous right? as and well being autonomous how you about do that, it, right? yeah. and actually what happens is there. You know, a, a lot of teams I feel are mm. slaves to yeah. to a product owner or a scrum master it's been or processed a, to death. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And now, <laughs> yeah. so actually, if you take those things out, um, it, it it falls on the floor. Um, you know. I think it's definitely like it's moved. It's it's not in a it's not a dev team thing anymore. No, I think that's the that's the problem. It's a it's a product thing, a project thing. Mm. You know, just a general being in the software thing. Yeah, you know, and I, so I think most developers that I now talk to feel like it's just something they're being not imposed on them as such, but imposed on them in a sort of light way. Mm. You, we're yeah. going to be agile now. Yeah, right. You know, and yeah. then yeah. and then they go, okay. So how do you want me to act? Yeah, well, yeah. I had a conversation yeah. last week with a development team, and I was what I was trying to say, what, what we were trying to talk about, you know, how can we, um, uh, you know, improve the flow of. Of software, and I'm like, well, what what are the what are the barriers? And all the barriers were external to the team, right? In their opinion, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everything, <laughs> you know, they didn't have time because people were imposing uh, 
uh, you know, deadlines on them, or they had to meet the you know the sprint goal or whatever it was, or and you're like, okay, well, forget time. If, if you had all the time in the world, you know, what's the next? What problems do you? Oh, well, it's to do with the way that the product owners write the the stories, right? And because they don't write the stories in the right way, we we can't do our jobs. Yeah. Um, so it didn't feel like there was any recognition that actually they could help themselves out of that, yeah. right? And they could impact. You know, they were empowered to to make decisions. Um, to go and talk to people and say, like, this isn't very well written. How do we, you know, how do we solve yeah, this? Yeah. Right? What, what do you actually want? <laughs> what do you actually want? Yeah. Right? And God knows, I've seen enough people, uh, and I've been in part of it. You know, sometimes just working on stuff, and you think, I'm not really sure where we're going or what we're doing or what <laughs> yeah, we're like. Yeah. We're all busy. <laughs> we're all we building stuff. Yeah. We've got the list on here, but like, is that? Is that really the important thing that we should be doing? Is that actually what you what you want? Does this does this come down to what you said in a previous episode, where at the end of the day, it's all about um, the the business around it? You have to deliver something. There's deadlines. There's always yeah. like money yeah. that has to be made and deadlines that have to be met. Um, you know, quarterly targets and things like that. And you're trying to fit an infinite holistic process into a finite box yeah and i, and I, that I think yeah i think that's always been the challenge with agile yeah even before how it is now where it's yeah. all a bit messed up mm-hmm. where um you know there's that phrase it will be ready when it's ready um doesn't fit with business which doesn't fit no. you know and so that's where it, it creates a bit of tension and that tension then sort of and you know, it ends up being conflict and then mm. you know because people don't want to take personal responsibility they blame it on agile yeah. you know and that kind of stuff but um yeah. I think you're right. I think there is a some sometimes agile can be perceived as, as a sort of lacking the reality of business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's the, that's that that's the biggest failing, isn't it? Is it, it it is still seen as it's the development thing. It's it's mm. not the way that we do business. It's the way the development team work. Yes, it's their method. And for everyone yeah. else, it's just it, it's you irritating. Have to work around it's it, irritating because yeah. <laughs> I ask you how long it's going to take, and you yeah. tell me that it's fifteen story points. Go, what, <laughs> what does that what mean? Does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but every time I've had that conversation, it, you know, I have been told, "Well, no, it won't work. It won't. It do, you know, it doesn't work in a contractual um, world." And mostly, yeah. that's that's aligned with agency type work. Mm. So you know, there's a project plan that's been created to generate a cost and that cost has gone to the client. So therefore the client now expects it at that cost and that mm. time frame, And therefore we can't be agile because they're not also not willing to drop scope. But increasingly I see it in product organizations as well, where the release is, is now the sort of the contractual agreement. Mm. And so yeah. we have to get this release done, you know, within this time period. And oh no, we can't possibly drop scope. And actually what we'll probably do is add yeah. to it. Um, and it's just not compatible, you know. So we admit that Agile has failed. What do we do? What is the right way to build software? Like, is it just to whip everyone until they get that contractual <laughs> release out the door? Because that's what we're saying. We're saying, okay, that's not the way the world works. We all just have to go back to just, you know, keep shoveling the shit. <laughs> So we've got to come up with a new development methodology in the next. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, I mean, minutes, we've got yeah. another twenty odd minutes well, till the end of the episode. Time, so yeah. I think the problem is that there has to be a methodology. Yeah, I think that you know that we want it to be defined by. I mean, even if it's a complicated definition, we want it to be yeah. defined by a thing. Hmm. So it was agile, and that 
dropped into scrum and then xp and then there's like the kanban movement and then it expanded out of development so now we've got lean and mm. you know there's all sorts of titles maybe they're just maybe that's where it's going wrong this like sort of effort to have this one mm. you know one unified system just maybe getting that mi- work. mixed up in the semantics basically yeah, yeah just I mean, lost I, in it i dropped personally talking about agile a long not a long time ago but sort of a long time ago and now the way I would describe it is that I just have like tools. I have a set, you know, it sounds a bit trite, but I've got a toolbox and then I just have also a bit of experience to know when those tools are suitable and then we'll give them a try and if they work, we'll continue and mm-hmm. if not, then, you know. And I try not to use the word agile at all. But actually, if somebody was to come in and look at how, you know, I've organised the department, they'd probably say it was agile because mm-hmm. we are doing things like stacked ups we do sometimes do retrospectives, not all the time. We do have a backlog with a Kanban board. But I, ha- I don't think I've ever used, especially in my new job, used the word agile mm-hmm. because it just elicits such a negative mm-hmm. emotion. And I think if I called it anything else, you know, in a neo-agile world, if I was to put another title on it, that would just ultimately lead to the same mm-hmm. path. So now I just, I don't <laughs> talk about it. And then I sort of like, um, I mean, it's not a secret what I'm doing. Everybody knows, but I'll bring in ideas and say, "Oh, I read this blog post the other day. I wonder, you know, do you think this will work for us? You know, or if we hit a real problem, I'll say, oh, okay, what about this? You know, how did this work? Yeah. But I will never say agile. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it's embarrassing, like, because I do, because th- I do think to, to the point you make, I think it just elicits uh, you know, a reaction from people that, oh God, that, that just means you're just gonna. <laughs> you know just not deliver you're just flaking yeah Yeah, you're just flaking you're just gonna spend a few weeks (laughs) you know drawing up your burn down chart and actually we're not going to get any software where it's supposed to be the exact opposite of that it was supposed to be let's you know in interactions over tools and processes Mm. and actually it's become all about the bloody jira board yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) right and it's like it's gone completely the wrong way just just the fact that um i suspect that 90 8% 8% of developers will probably have never read the Agile Manifesto. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that, that's a massive failing for Agile, I think. I, I've actually got a question for you too, because I don't actually work sure in an Agile team. Us. No, no, this is, this is like, yeah, a test. So I don't actually work in an Agile team anymore. I work in a, a team of UX consultants and designers. Um, but you guys work in teams that are not the A word. <laughs> We're not going to say it. But um, does Agile work better in smaller teams than it does it in bigger teams? Because that's what my experience has been. The smaller the team, the easier it is to be Agile. The bigger the team, that the more exponentially complex it is to manage all that. Well, I, I, I mean, yeah, I think the answer is yes. But I think that sort of came later. I think when, it, when Agile... I mean, I, I wasn't there when it first came around, really. But... <laughs> I think that was sort of some of the add-ons that happened that said you need to have these cross-functional teams and you need Mm -hmm. to put one of everything in a team. Mm -hmm. And then there's this sort of unwritten rule, it's probably written down a hundred times, about eight people Mm. is like the most productive. In fact, I was at Amazon a few weeks ago and they call it the two pizza team. And they say Mm -hmm. that for a team to be successful, they need to be, you know, you need to be able to feed them with two pizzas. Any more than that is too much. So I think generally it is accepted that, yes, smaller teams focused on one problem that they own entirely yeah. is more likely to succeed. Yeah, but I'd say that that's 
that's everything. Yeah, it's not. You can apply it's, it's to anything. Not agile, yeah. Right? Yeah, just, not just, like, just yeah. Anything works better Small. when you haven't got an exponential number of people communication yeah. channels yeah. that you have to deal with. I, mm. I suspect the optimum size for a UX team is probably about the probably same the size same. As, yeah. as a yeah. as an team. The optimum size for a you know a, a, a team of chefs is probably yeah. uh, about the same as as that. I, I think yeah. it's. It's not it's specific not to agile. Yeah, just that's the best way to get things done is to not have to deal with, yeah. you know, so many people. So, yeah. I, I but that's the thing, though. Special. I mean, I, I guess the reason you're sort of asking that mm. is because um, there are all these frameworks and agile methodologies that are big business. Mm. You know, like Safe and um, well, there's another one. I think it's called the Unified Rationalized something or other. Where they they try to to create this system because you know we're so desperate to define it where you have these huge departments, yeah. you know, and how they should all interact with each other, and I don't think I, I don't think any of that's done done anything good for, you know, the I mean what we can't even call it agile now because you can't say agile is dead and then describe <laughs> things in agile context yeah. can you? Yeah. But it hasn't done anything good for software development process yeah. or methodology when you've got these like huge frameworks that are just businesses in themselves i think safe like employs people yeah i'm sure you know yeah. and, and isn't there another one where you become like a like a um sort of a, a partner or something you have the whole like scrum alliance and all that kind that's of that's the one isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. stuff just, as well i just find it maddening you know yeah you just want to get it, shit done and and again it's it just know. feels like it's become detached from from developers it's it's no longer a an empowerment for a developer this you know these are the things you should do it like yeah. it's now okay here's the here's the process I mean, we've just paid a consultant it's a cult you know fifty thousand dollars <laughs> i think i think it, well, is. Yeah, it is i, it's a cult. I, I was i was thinking about this earlier <laughs> literally, it's literally it's it's a cargo cult we do these yeah, things we don't understand right, yeah. why we do them we just yeah. know that that's the thing that we do um you know and therefore you know that's that's the way it goes it doesn't matter what we're still churning yeah. out um, rubbish the reason i asked about the team sizes i work with a lot of large businesses and you see the implement agile they say that agile and you never see things move so slow you know it's it's like the <laughs> it, it takes a long time to get things going and and yeah. like you said uh, earlier that um they still work in that sort of almost like an agency way where they've got the money assigned a budget assigned and it's gone through several gates to get it um, and then that's it. That's the budget and the time that you stick to. So in a way, it is constrained already from the off. There's no no agile about it. You know, so yeah. you're, you're wrong from the start. You, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a I can't remember what it was called, but there's an American joke, like sketch show, and it says you might be a yokel if, as in like a or a redneck. Sorry, not a yokel. You might be a redneck if, and then you sort of just insert crazy redneck things. Like you made me think of it then. Like you, you might be doing waterfall if you know you've got phase gates. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying you're yeah. agile, but actually, I think actually you know. not. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> we should have that sort. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, waterfall's not bad either. I, you I know, that, one of the things I hate is how everything is like pitched against waterfall. Yeah, you're, like, you're one or the other. You're either agile or you're waterfall. You know, maybe there's a third way. You know, maybe mm. there's a I mean, there's not a hybrid, but you know what I mean? Like, why is it now this big war? And, and it's like, we can't move on as an industry because we've got to resolve the waterfall versus agile debate first, mm. you know? I'm going to go and trademark the third way, I think. <laughs> agile fall. <laughs> <laughs> agile. The third way methodology. 
Wadjo. Wadjo. That sounds like Wario. Wario's no, it's nemesis. not. It's, it's similar. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I work in a waterfall way. As like part of the agency model is you have a set of work. It's kind of repeatable, the steps. You go through it and yeah, it's it's you know how much time. You, say, you assign time, there's estimates on things. And, and, and do you, would you say that they're successful? Yes. <laughs> but, I'm not going to yeah, say nothing. No, of course. So then, <laughs> so yeah, then, they, they are, you know, yeah. That's the other thing. People get great, you know, yeah. great pain because they think, oh, we haven't done Agile. I'm not saying yeah. this is you, but we haven't done Agile, so we've failed. And you think, but you delivered the project. But is it horses uh, for mm. courses? Because what we're doing is quite, it can be done that way. It, yeah. It doesn't need to be reassessed in the middle and then something else put in. You know, although I suppose we could do as long as the budget matches, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, th like, uh, do you think the work that you that you do is repeatable? Like once you've, it's the same once process. you've done it. Yes. Yeah, so once yeah, you've done yeah. it a few times, you kind of know what's what's going to happen. And um, the, the sort of claim of, of agile was what in software development um you know, it's rarely like that. You're rarely building the same mm. thing over and over again. Um, well, I don't. I don't. Maybe usability test the same websites over and over again, but the process is the same, and the, the knowledge is the same to be able to do it. Which I suppose mm. development's the same. You you apply it, don't you? I suppose. And and the whole point is not reinventing the wheel as well. Surely. Uh, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, I mean, it's a, it's a good a, point. Yeah. I think I think I think it's a very it's a very good point. Um, you know, you have this very what seems like quite a small. Um, I don't like the word requirement, but use case, which is slightly different to mm. what you've done before. And then it's quite easy to think, right, well, we'll have to rebuild. Redo the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. but why would yeah. you? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I know it's not you, that simple, is it? You I might be like a manager out. if. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you have to why, rebuild it? Why? It's surely it's really simple. Yeah, I'm going to get loads of complaints now, but I know it's not that it's simple. It's just one line, isn't I've it? Been in that, yeah. <laughs> I've been in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that, yeah, you, there are going to be times where you're building something completely new and, yes, you've got the knowledge and you've done something similar before, but it is a whole different kettle of fish. Basically. Yeah, no, well, I think I think it's a good question because I, I think we are, as as software developers, we do often like to think that everything is new and it can't possibly, the future can't yeah. be seen. Um, uh, and therefore, you know, we, we can't claim, we can't tell you how long it's going <laughs> to take. But I'm not sure that's what Agile was trying to address i don't think it was trying to address sort of how complex software development is which which it is well it was but i think it was trying to address the fact that the customer was wrong in those situations so so i can't possibly tell you how long it's going to be because i'm going to expect that in mm. two weeks time you're going to change your mind so mm. why don't you just let me get on with it for two weeks? this is this is terrible agile bad agile <laughs> but why don't you just let me get on with it for two weeks and then we'll have another conversation and see then you know so i think well, I, 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 so I, I saw a tweet actually from from someone who I know will be listening to this um, in the week, uh, who said, "Well, you, the, the premise of waterfall was that you can predict the future, and the premise of agile is that you you can't." Um, and the answer is probably somewhere in the middle. Uh, and I was trying to think whether is that is that true, or uh, does agile just done correctly does agile just try to make the the future more predictable or give you the tools to 
I'm not really thinking about this very clearly. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> the thing I, on that vein, though, why don't you gather your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> give, I, me, give me 20 minutes or so. <laughs> I always think, like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And what I get frustrated with is that this future that you're sort of talking about, whether we call it agile or waterfall, I sort of like to think that the same steps are going to happen. And so really, it's just when we get there, are we going to be happy with ourselves or unhappy with ourselves? <laughs> yeah. You know, and that could work both ways. Um, so that, that's why I'm sort of part of the No Estimates crew, because I just think, well, the, <laughs> it is a thing. Is that like a rap outfit? <laughs> <laughs> Word, No Estimates. But because I think there's, even if you put an estimate on it and you go through all of that effort, you know, due, due to some of the practices, which are probably coming from XP, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So mm. who, who are these things for? You know, you, you're going to get there in the time that it's going to take you to get there. Oh my God, I've just realised what a wanker I sound like yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I've taken well, the blue pill. And, and this, but, and, but this, this is the reality that's, that's unappealing to everyone. Yeah, which, which yeah quite, is, exactly. You know, and again, you know, like, like I said, the premise of Agile is that actually you can't predict the future and it, it will end up just taking as long as it will take. Yeah. No matter whether you said it was going to take six weeks or ten weeks or whatever, um, things will happen, shit will happen and you know, you'll have to fix it and you'll have to figure it out some way but the thing is just the devil's advocate on that i mean waterfall doesn't say that you that suddenly you're going to find all this extra energy to do the thing within two weeks do you know what i mean and also if you get to the end of it then you then you'll just change the plan i mean maybe i don't know waterfall or something like that but wasn't the whole point of agile that you course correct as you go along rather than waiting for something at the end that may or may not be wrong but I think, a pro- years, I, yeah. I think a project manager would argue that you do that in Waterfall as well. And that's what Maybe. I mean when I say it's just how upset are you along the way. Agile says, we're going to assume that it's always wrong. Yes. Whereas Waterfall yeah. says, I'm going to get pissed off when it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the events are going to be yeah, the same. Yeah, but it'll, it'll all happen the same way anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's your Absolutely. first rap single. I'm going to get Absolutely. pissed off when it's wrong. Yeah. The, the No Estimates the crew. No Estimates crew. <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't heard anything since you said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all gone blank. <laughs> so we haven't asked the question though, what happens no, next? No. Or answered the question. What's the answer What's to the... it? Because I do feel like it is holding, I think you said it, Mark, it has maybe failed. I don't know if I would have gone that far, but I think you might have convinced me that it's sort of doing more harm than good at the moment. I mean, certainly, like, it is a dirty word in my office, you know, which is part of the reason I, d- I try not to use it, even though I sort of secretly do some of the things that have come out of it. But until it gets resolved, it's just noise and, mm. you know, you can't sort of get on with, you know, um, I mean, I would call it continuous improvement, which I think mm. was the same thing you were talking about, whereas I would focus on the on the sort of um, process and, uh, sort of product management type stuff whereas you were talking about technical excellence that kind of thing but it does impede continuous improvement because if you try and have the conversation everybody's expecting that there's an answer and then if you sort of talk in these terms everybody's mind shuts down oh god he's talking agile or, <laughs> or or the opposite you know the zealots are like oh no that's waterfall I can't possibly work like that I'm an artist all that kind of stuff so I do think it is impeding <laughs> yeah impeding progress and what do we do to move it on well if i can just digress slightly there because i was just thinking as you were talking about 
like does agile exist in any other industry like the, the world runs on contractual agreements between parties to deliver something mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so does anyone else work in an agile where has anyone felt the need to in you know invent a methodology that that gives you a framework to work in that way or is everyone else just pissed off when it's wrong <laughs> now, now i've got to make it good and maybe that involves me working this, this evenings one and weekends thing, one thing that springs to mind and you're gonna to have to stay with me on this one <laughs> buckle up yeah, yeah buckle up. So, i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get this out so the one thing that springs to mind is like nursing and yeah. <laughs> like you know yeah, i was just thinking care. the same thing because yeah. you don't like go well we'll just we'll just try and saw off your leg and then like in a few months time see if that works it's like they have to be they have to try certain things and then correct and then you know yeah. they, they have to you know estimate how long it's they don't just go into surgery and be like well we could be here a week um yeah. you know they, they and that is all about tight collaboration and um communication and i think that's the biggest failing of agile is it puts this barrier up around the the precious development team um, and it just cuts. Mm, that was a loaded word. That is, yeah. <laughs> the but precious but, development. The precious, yeah, but I've been in a development team where I was inside that barrier and it felt wrong at the time. So I'm not talking about them. Yeah. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about when I was doing that. And it just cuts you off and puts you on this, you know, you're, you're, you're sort of special and people can't talk to you or interrupt you and they don't know what you're working on. And actually, like, you look at people like nurses and doctors and they're just like highly collaborative trust each other and that they care about what they're working on i don't know I, no, I, I was, right I was thinking the same thing <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about doctors and that yeah because yeah. And it, there is a sort of analogy because also people get frustrated with that mm -hmm. you know having um, sort of been in situation myself and knowing that there is ambiguity yes um then other people think well how can you not know the answer why do you not know well we'll ask the doctor again yeah, yeah. Like, no that's you know but great doctors do a good job of actually communicating what their plan is and what's wrong and what they can possibly try mm. but yeah bad doctors maybe don't but it, but it, but at the same time you don't have a contract with your doctor to solve your constipation by the end of march right? <laughs> that's a good point yeah. so, so you're allowed the luxury Why did you pick of it that? <laughs> Why are you sitting funny? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why you've gone purple. <laughs> so, so, um, like, so, so the, the, there is no, I mean, clearly there is a time pressure in, in the, like, they want you to die. Um, but, you know, you know. I really, I really like this thought. Um, and I really love. <laughs> the one about the constipation? <laughs> or the... No, the, I like this analogy and, and sort of thinking about what comes next and, um, I mean, at the end of one of the previous episodes, I got all funny about capitalism and that kind of thing, yeah. um, which is really what this is, right? Because we're saying, well, we need to yeah, satisfy yeah. this contract in yeah. order to make this money that goes into, you know, the shareholders' pockets and that kind of thing. Whereas you don't have that in care unless no. you live in America. It's a human, it's a human a contract, human, like an yeah. ethical contract, isn't it? And so mm. there's a sort of a different approach to it because it's, mm. it's sort of about helping out the patient so I'm wondering if there's like care that can be the new. That's a good yeah. We're gonna yeah. Care development. <laughs> <laughs> That's the third yeah, way. Right, right, okay, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Nurturing. Yeah. I think maybe yeah. it does. It becomes more human and caring, and that fits in with um, 
you know, the excellence thing, you know. I'm yeah, gonna... but, the, but, but that's what Agile was supposed to be. People in interactions over processes and tools. Right, that's... Yes, but it was still... But it's, it was it's still unclinical. It was yeah. still underlined with, uh, you know, so that we can make more money for the shareholders. You know, presumably mm. the reason that those guys came that's, around... That's what, that's, big... what, that's what drives the world, though, right? I mean, that's... What, what you're saying is I now want the... I, I want the, the, the business to now accept that not only... You know, should it uh, rip up his con- not rip up his contracts, but say to customers, you know, well, it'll be ready when it's ready. But actually, just, come on, let's come on, guys, let's all just be. Let's, well, just have, a let's have a big hug, on, yeah. guys. Maybe what I'm really yeah. saying is, until we remove that driver, which has sort of bigger implications, as in the financial driver and the yeah. pressure to grow and to make more and all that kind of stuff. Until that goes, this will just be an eternal yeah. debate. Um, but then, which is why you don't see that in care because you don't have that driver sitting behind it unless you're in America. Because but then, the, it, but 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 at the same time, clearly the model of here's a contract, deliver this scope in this time doesn't work either. So going back to your, going I mean, back to your got, point, it will be ready a, when it's ready, and why do we bother to find it? I've got a phone in front of me that's got three lenses on it. Can you know take a All spaceship right, to, to Mars? Where's this? It hasn't worked. It has worked. Look at look at what we've got as a society. It has worked. But 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 it's just, but we were just it, perennially it, upset while was, we were going it, on the but it, journey. But, but it was ready a, when it was ready. Yeah, yeah that's true. And it was I asked for it twenty it. years ago. Where was it? And that's the thing. The, yeah, this hasn't come about in six months, has it? Yeah. It's like, where's you, my flying car? <laughs> this project, the thing that's sat in front of you, has probably taken like fifty years to come to fruition. Exactly, like I said before, it will it will Since happen. Yeah, so it will it happen. Will happen. It will happen. Just iterate. It will all just go home and just forget about it. Or just not be upset by it. <laughs> or just not be upset. Zen. <laughs> Zen and the art of software development. There we are. So you're right. So maybe what we need to teach is like meditation courses for, for CEOs or something, rather than yeah. agile consultancy. I always thought about five years ago, talking about CEOs, I thought that one of the problems we had with the adoption of agile was that um, the, the incumbent CEOs and management teams were old-fashioned. Mm. And eventually, all of this new crew like, mm. would, would pop up who were sort of you know, critical thinkers and disruptors, and then Agile and Lean was there to sort of you know, guide them. And then when they became CEOs and operational managers or, or whatever, they, they, it would all change. Um, now, I'm not saying that's not going to happen, and maybe in some of the other businesses it... It might do, but I'm just wondering if, if you've noticed that in your, you know, no, I think, are you seeing a change in management? Your, because I think to your point, the, the reality of business is that you've just got to get shit done. Uh, and and the way that most people know how to get shit done is to tell people that they've got a certain thing to do by a certain <laughs> deadline. Yeah. So whilst it's all great thinking that as you're coming through, it's the same reason you're going to be reading the Daily Mail in 15 years' time, right? <laughs> If I'm not sat well. in my flying car, <laughs> it piped into my my ear. Plugged in. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that too as well. That there are CEOs who, or you know, people who are in the C-suite, whatever that is, and they believe in it now, but they can't do it because they know that they've got to, like you say, get shit done. They've got to yeah. please the stakeholders, the uh, the shareholders. It's it's yeah. yeah even if they believe it so i hear a lot of that you know we've got to do the right thing we're going to work in an agile way but then it's like they can't well my other hypothesis on that point is that some of that is just an excuse not to to i don't want to say do the right thing 
but it's really easy like it's low effort mm. to just say i want it done by that date yeah there's nothing i can do about it yeah it's someone else is asking me to do it yeah and yeah. who's teaching who as well like they've been taught by someone what what they'll need to do in their new role and like mm. how transition into that role and they'll just follow suit a lot of the time mm. possibly I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to test it. It's one of those things you can't test, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'd love to have a business where you could take that risk and say, you know, let's let's do it the way that all these like very intelligent people say mm. it's going to be successful, and just see what what happens. And I mm. I suspect there's far too many variables for that to be a, a decent study. Yeah. Is is it all theoretical as well? Like these really clever people that have thought it up. Have they, is it just going on theory? Have they actually tried and tested it as yeah, well? Well, quite. It's an yeah. interesting thing. You know. I mean, the, the companies that um, that talk about this, there was a book called Maverick, wasn't there? Do you remember that mm. one, Mark? Have you yeah. heard of that one? I've heard of it. I've not read it. It was quite popular just sort of just after Agile really kicked off. Um, and I wonder what's happened to that business. Because in there, it was all about, like, we're going to have this open culture. Everybody's mm. salaries are going to be written on the board because <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not driven by that. So we'll just have it open. Um, I think it was a Mexican company. Yeah, Brazilian, I, was, I think, wasn't it? Brazilian, wasn't I'm it? Gonna, um, I'm, I'm going to Google it now. So that some, means I, some have to, agi- I have to sort of, you know, filibuster while you find the some, answer. Some, <laughs> some agile developers built this thing called the internet. <laughs> oh, but we've got nothing. Uh, Maverick is Nothing's the, moved on. Ma- <laughs> Maverick is the autobiography of a businessman, Ricardo Semler, and the business he managed, Semco. That's it, Semco. Uh, which Wikipedia says is one of Britain's largest conglomerates. That you've never heard of. That I've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other the other big poster child for that is Valve, yeah. and they had this sort of idea that you know, in terms of sort of building businesses differently, that you'd come in and just work on any project you wanted, and so that mm. you know things would form around people rather than uh, the other way around. And I mean, they're doing all right. I've, they're I've, doing more than all right, I think. So I've yeah. worked in a team like that where we had R and D days, and that was like a whole day of the week. And several products came up out of that. And it was just like, you work on what you're interested in. And if you're passionate about it, it does build something. You know, they just trusted that they were smart people. Mm. And they were sellable projects projects, and products in the end. So there was a study I read about business success. Um, I, well, what I should say is I didn't read the study. I read the <laughs> single tweet that referred to a blog post that referred to a podcast that <laughs> and then based re- on the <laughs> And then retweeted it anyway. <laughs> uh, but the outcome was that it's dead true. <laughs> was that most business success was based on timing. That Mm. there wasn't this like magic formula that you could like, you know, of course not because everyone would do it. And mostly it was timing. And if you take all the big, you know, in tech, all the big products that we are used to now, like YouTube Mm. wasn't the first, Facebook wasn't the first, Mm. um, Amazon wasn't the first, all that kind of stuff. And it was just that when the market and the world was ready, they were the ones that were around. And so to sort of, um, retrospectively apply some kind of yeah you know success to them is is not um they're all iterations on other things like everything is isn't it everything's a remix everything's a remix yeah. um also i've lost my train of thought now but i was <laughs> it's your second single just, <laughs> everything's a remix i will just briefly come back to semco because there's, an, there's an, uh, I'm, I'm reading articles as you're as you're talking here um uh, yeah and it seems that semco was was very successful um, and this article says, well, why the world uh, needs no more Semco? And makes the point that like, what, what you don't need, you know, what you don't want is for other companies to take exactly what Semco did and do it for themselves. 
<laughs> I don't want them to do it. I want I them to want to do, do it. it. <laughs> but it's, it's about like, you know, the, these guys developed a, a set of principles and practices that were very specific to them mm. and the people that they had and the way that they worked. Uh, and, you know, if you were to try and just transplant that into another company, it would it, you know, very likely fail. Mm. Um, and I feel like Agile is the kind of same way in, in this whole rush to implement, you know, burn down charts and stand-ups and retrospectives and any other you know, bit of Agile that you, you care to mention. We've just mm. lost the point, which is mm. that it was about trying something, seeing it was the right thing to do. And if it wasn't, changing it, bearing yeah. in mind the principles of the, mm. um, of the Agile manifesto. End. No, I, I, <laughs> I agree. I was just thinking. I mean, that, that is right, isn't it? That it is. It is agile. Is personal. Yeah. You know, it's lowercase, <laughs> lowercase agile versus uppercase yeah. agile. Yes. Um, and maybe the, the you know the the performing teams are the ones that are, are able to recognise that and then mm. you know like use this toolbox of other people's history and see what is relevant for them and what's not and just give it a try and have that culture of change. And I mean, maybe we do have that, Mark. You know, either will you accept that Fla- flavors, <laughs> flavors of agile? Uh, well, I, th- I think I think the conclusion is, uh, and I've seen this written down elsewhere before, so maybe I shouldn't be surprised. But the conclusion is, if you have a good team doing agile, they will do good things. If you have a bad team doing agile, they will do bad things. If you have a good team doing waterfall, they will, they will do, do good things. Thing, right? yeah. And if you have a bad team doing waterfall, they will do, bit they will do bad things. <laughs> so, if you have so a... actually, the methodology doesn't really count for much at all. I, Give, I, what, I, what percentage would you say? Like, I don't know, 15, 18? I've, I've lost numbers. <laughs> I'm not good with numbers today. <laughs> all words. I, I mean, I think that is it, isn't it? And maybe... Maybe it's time that we don't we don't look for a third way. Yeah, we just drop it, and we say, "Here yeah. are a bunch of shit that you can use <laughs> to try and get stuff done." Yeah, and the successful teams will be the ones that are good at picking that. Probably to Mark's point, based on the people, you know, which is a theme that comes up again and again and again. That you know, you just need to worry about getting good people, mm. and then trying to label it and put it all in a nice little package. Doesn't work. And that's the bullshit that we should mm. probably all get rid of. We shall never talk of this again. (laughs) (laughs) But then we wouldn't have a podcast. (laughs) It's not an agile podcast. No, but people fucking up and talking about it is the the basic premise. (laughs) (laughs) Have we solved the problem? Are we, we post agile? I think we have actually on this one. I'm like amazed, really? but yeah. we've got a we've got some kind of clarity. Yeah. <laughs> clarity? <laughs> yeah, we said yeah. agile is dead. I think we all agreed. Yeah. With that. That's a very sweeping statement. That's going to be doing the rounds on Twitter. You agreed with this. <laughs> In fact, I think you started. Yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we said there shouldn't be a third way, and that. Do what suits. Do what suits your yeah. team, and true agility in the lowercase a is being able to identify what works and what doesn't, mm. and make changes. And that's exactly what the Agile Manifesto says. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, ag- so Agile is alive and well. <laughs> Just let <laughs> it go. <laughs> oh God, I'm, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. <laughs>
listeners, if you're confused too, you can ask us questions or give us feedback on Twitter at, at BitPicking. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye, Greg. Bye, Laura. Bye, Mark. Goodbye. Oh, I was waiting for you guys to say. <laughs> well, normally you'd say, "Bye, Greg." Uh, Bye, Laura. Yeah. Bye. Bye.